Hello and welcome to another episode of the q for You podcast. How are you guys today? Good? I'm good, man. Pretty good. Okay, cool. I'm doing good also. It's getting hot in here, but it's fine because we're going to be talking about one of my what of what I think is one of the best K dramas ever, but you know it's just my opinion. Um, I'm not a K drama connoisseur. I've watched quite a few, but I'm I don't feel like I'm an expert. But this is one of my favorites. Um, we're gonna be talking about Faded to Love You from 2014. So, um, real quick, uh, hello, this is me, Mia Fran, or just Mia. Um, hi, hello. Uh, please introduce yourselves as well. My name is Chantal or Marshmallow Love on YouTube. And I am Erica Sakadarose08 on Twitter. Welcome back, everybody. We finally have started with our first K drama that we're talking about. And again, it's Fated to Love You. It's actually the Korean version of a Chinese and Taiwanese drama from like 2008, actually. Yeah. So it's originally mm-hmm. a Taiwanese drama. Um, yeah, and and they made also a Japanese a- one. That was not good. <laughs> I watched like pieces of that. It was so boring. Of the Japanese one. I was like introduced to Faded to Love You, uh, God, like three or four years ago, probably at this point, uh, from one of my best friends, uh, Brianna, who shout out, uh, she still is like, I think about that show a lot. And I'm like, yeah, good for you, man. As you showed it to me. Like, I was, I'm so grateful that she showed it to me. Um, but she's one of my best friends and she, um, told me I had to watch it. So when I did, I, I don't know, I, I discovered a new, <laughs> I discovered something, I had an epiphany. And that was when I started watching um, K-dramas was after I watched Faded to Love You. And it's a good, it's, I mean, just in general, it's, it's a great show. Highly recommend it. If you haven't watched it already, I don't know why you're watching this, <laughs> listening to this episode. Um, Cause we're going to spoil everything pretty much, I assume. Um, so let's just go ahead and discuss faded to love you so first off your general thoughts on the series as a whole maybe not don't try to like spoiler anything but like you know just what you what your overall thoughts are now that you've finished watching it for the first time uh whoever wants to go first definitely a wild ride man i was like always constantly thinking because i think we went through like three episodes a day at least yeah that's at why most. we finished it really fast <laughs> yeah but like Damn, man, that's definitely not what I expected. And this is like my first ever K-drama. I have not seen any beforehand. And... Uh, yay. Yeah, so now I understand why you love it so much. And I'm just like, exactly. damn it, this is probably going to have like... Be near and dear for me for like the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I mean, Mia can testify to this. She heard me like constantly screaming, making noises. So I wouldn't... <laughs> It was, it was definitely just, a wild ride. <laughs> it was. Like, so much bullshit happened. So much tears. And oh, it was great, man. Well, and, like, this isn't the first time I've watched it with somebody else. Like, had a watch along with someone else before. Um, I watched it with Anna, our previous guest in our last episode. Please go check the episode out on Mystic Messenger. Um, <laughs> shameless plug for our last episode. Yes. But um, <laughs> I watched it with her a couple years ago and again we both had a wild crazy ride and i remember when because brianna had watched my friend brianna who introduced it to me she watched it first then made me watch it 
And then when she came to visit me back in like 2015, so actually it's probably been like five years at this point. Five or six years actually since I've watched it. <laughs> um, yeah, 2015 because it, yeah, I think it was 2015. When she came to visit me um, in 2015, uh, we watched some of it together as well. And my god, man. So yeah, this is like the sixth or seventh time time I've watched it. <laughs> and I still cry every time. <laughs> But anyway, uh, do you have anything else to say? It's a lot similar to Jane the Virgin, so that's why I'm like, you. I feel like you'll definitely like Jane the Virgin, even though it's not like, obviously, K-drama, but it has like those, what I like to call telenovela aspects yeah. in this one too. So I was like, damn, like there's so many similarities, and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna like this. And sure enough, I am in love with this K-drama is good, man. Good pick, Mia. Thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Erica, this isn't your first. This wasn't your first K-drama. Like you've watched other ones before this one. So, like, how does it compare? Or, well, first, what's like? What are your general thoughts after watching it? And then, like, how does it compare to like other shows you've already seen? When I watched it at first, I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Because it goes from like one plot point to like them being together like you know on vacation or whatever and it just it just jumps from everywhere like i was like what the heck is going on and then like as the show like kind of built a stronger foundation like the story got better it just i kind of just fell in love with the characters like Myung and glenn and all the other characters that there were because at first i did not like the main male lead because I thought he was annoying, but I got used to him and I ended up loving him. So I don't know. It was just, it was crazy. Like you guys have said, it's just like, it's an emotional roller coaster. You're like, one minute you're laughing, one minute you're crying, one minute you're like, what the heck is happening? Like, it, you just never know what you're going to get sometimes. How does it compare to like the other ones you've seen already? Um, I mean, like just standard K drama, I guess. Like, I've only seen, besides this one, I've seen one. K drama, one K drama for this, a J drama, and then I'm watching a Chinese drama. But like, other than that, like the, the story is good. Like it's it's a lot it, it's a lot more put together than some are than some K dramas are because some of them just like the pacing is weird. But this one had really good pacing. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree with the pacing uh, comment because yeah, it's like because you get a whole hour. Mm. where I feel like I mean a lot of K-dramas you do there they are like hour long episodes like Boys Over Flowers is also like hour long episodes. I think mo I think all of the K-dramas I've watched have all been like an hour long episode. So I like that you get an hour long because again like the pacing is like it gives it more time to like have the story happen over time but also like it feels like it goes by really fast like Oh, we, like, just started the episode, like, five minutes ago. It's, like, already almost over. Like, so much has happened. I definitely really like the, the way the story goes and it pace. And, you know, there's a time skip, but I there's like I, I like where the time skip 
happens well the major time skip like the time skip yeah. like years i like where it happens in the story because it's like there's only like three episodes left after that and it's like what the fuck else can happen like what happened these three years and like how are you going to resolve what happened these three years from previous the last episode to like these last three like what like you know so the last three episodes are like really like fast paced pretty much but i like that i like how it finishes in terms because of because you're like, already used to the characters yeah exactly <laughs> like it's it's easy to understand like where they've been how they got here and like where they're gonna go from here um in like you know a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. so um okay awesome i'm glad you guys both enjoyed it uh, just in general now we're gonna get into like the meat and potatoes of the actual show so let's go ahead and talk about the the well let's talk about the plot real quick this just a general story so basically you have your your typical um let's see how do i how would i describe uh how would i describe uh the gun um your typical like arrogant like ceo guy character he's like super rich uh super handsome guy um he's like the ceo of his family's company and he's in his like early 30s so or like late 20s early 30s so like clearly he has to like get married soon like produce an heir whatever mm. you know your typical plot point stuff yep and then you have your point. yeah k drama plot point really in general like any kind of drama plot point i feel like but yeah it's true um it's true and then you have um, our wonderful female lead, Kim Young, uh, and she is uh, referred to as a post-it note because she's just kind of, you know, doing all these different tasks for everyone in her office. Um, she's kind of like a second thought, just like a post-it, you wrote a little note, posted it on your thing, and once it's done, you throw it away. So that's why <laughs> she's called a post-it, but I, I love... Myung. She's like one of my favorite characters in the show. Um, actually, Gun is like my favorite character, but we can get into that later. Um, <laughs> but I love Myung. Like, I love when you first meet her. Like, she's already super positive about like her life like she you know tries to look at everything in a positive light because she just wants like things to go well for everyone around her she is very selfless and she cares a lot about her family and her friends and she just wants everyone to do well and so you know that's why she's uh, she's very um prone to um not saying no she always says yes to things um, you know, people ask her to do favors and like, oh, can you throw this away for me? You're already going to the trash. Can you please do that? And of course she'll say yes, you know, helping people out is one thing she really likes doing. And I, <laughs> I love how her personality and like the way she does things, it like, it doesn't change completely. It just evolves once you get to like the end of the series, which I think is really interesting. But basically these two characters are fated to meet um due to some strange circumstances and they are kind of pulled into each other's lives and are forced to marry each other basically and calamity ensues basically and uh characters fall in love with each other and other characters fall in love with other characters and there's love triangles and crazy side characters um but yeah so that's like in general without me spoiling literally anything but now we're gonna go into actual spoilers so um who should we talk about because we can talk about how the plot and story moves along as we talk about the characters i i think does anybody want to go first like what character you want to talk about 
It's up to you. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, we can just talk about the two, the main leads, or two leads that I just mentioned, um, Gun and Myung. Uh, so... I want to hear your guys' thoughts first before I give my own thoughts. <laughs> well, just because I, I mean, I've watched the show like a, a bunch of times, so <laughs> I, I don't want to get stuck talking and, and rambling for too long before you guys uh, have a chance to say anything. So um, whoever wants to go first. Yeah, Minang is like so freaking adorable. I love her so much. She's super, obviously, very like shy and timid at the very beginning and that's why she ends up being like a pushover when people try to get her to do stuff and like she feels kind of uh bad even though she's like her best friend's like on the side being like don't you do it bitch don't don't do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she still ends up doing it anyway but because of that that's how she ends up meeting uh gun so you know things happen for a reason and uh she you know She's her little her attitude's always been like that. She's just really, really kind to the very bottom of her heart. She's just super sweet. And even though so much bullshit happens to her, she's still like the kind and generous person. She's always thinking about others and putting everybody else before her. And it isn't until the time skip that she kind of learns to start putting herself first so she doesn't get hurt again. But at the same time, like during that time skip, I'm like, girl, come on, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do like that she, like you said, evolves into more of like the stronger independent girl that doesn't like let all this bullshit like come in between like her happiness anymore. Even though basically she's the main one that's coming in between the happiness and what she really wants at the end of the day but the same can be said about gun because both of them are very very stubborn in the time skip because they think they are better without each other when it's not true because they love each other so much and then gun oh my gosh he's such an arrogant little shit but i love him too he is such a fun character especially when you hear his laugh Man, I like look forward <laughs> to that old dumbass laugh every time he comes in. Oh. <laughs> I feel like the laugh is like either you love it or you hate it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very true. And thanks to him meeting Myung, she he ends up like changing little by little. He becomes more like very sensitive, compassionate, and more kind and like kind of thinks about before you know doing something like he kind of because before he would just go ahead and do it he would never really thought about like the consequences that his actions could bring but after meeting her he like kind of thinks about it. he's like well if i do this then this is probably what's gonna happen so maybe not stir the pot <laughs> so and um yeah and things happened with gun that is very sad very tragic <laughs> I want to cry again yeah. just thinking about it. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that later when we get into, like, actual spoiler spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but because of that change, it, like, throws their relationship into chaos. But, you know, things work out. Things work out <laughs> in the end. But overall, he's such a fun character, man. I yeah. enjoyed him overall. Like, I didn't think he was going to be one of my favorites, but he's definitely one of my favorites. So, like, when I first, like watched this show and I met Myung, like, she is the type of character that, like Chantal said, that will do anything for anybody, won't say no, she just, like, she's, she'll just, like, 
do whatever you need all the time. That's why people took advantage of her a lot. Um, and uh, it just, it's, it was nice to see that throughout the series, she kind of still had that little bit of, um, of like, I don't know, like selflessness, but as she grew, she learned to become a little bit more selfish and think about herself for once. She will do anything for anybody she, to the point where people will take advantage of her and like push her over to get things done. But um, I think that throughout um, throughout the series, with, through the people she meets, um, Gun and others, um, she learns to become stronger and think about herself for once while still having a little bit of like that little bit of selflessness that she still has, but she wants, there's times where she has to think about herself more than others. Um, a little bit like like I said it's due to the events that happen to her throughout the series she becomes a stronger person and uh, just learns to uh, keep those memories of those events that happen and learn from them and not necessarily forget them but just like keep them uh, like keep them kind of in in her in her heart because those types of memories make you more confident make you more like make you stronger um, and there's just things you can learn from well and then gun is he is the type of like I said like I thought I said he is the person that's very arrogant and very selfish and only thinks about himself and he's like very like outgoing and kind of a little, little too much for some people because at first I to be honest I did not like him I thought he's like the most he's just being an annoying jerk at first but as soon as like the story went on it um he became a lot more soft-hearted, a lot more sensitive, a lot more uh, considerate to people's emotions and to things that are going on around him. Like, due to, like, as I said, with Myung, to the people, due to the people he meets, like her family, her friends. He learns a lot from those events as well um, that happen. He learns that he is not the only thing that's worth fighting for in some in in his life he has more like other people he cares about and uh that care about him and it was just nice to see him like as me assault said like evolve throughout this story while keeping his same little quirky quirkiness about him that i don't know i, I came to love it towards the end of it um so it, it, he just like kind of meshed two different type, two different sides of himself. The kind of arrogant, uh, like self-centered part, but also being kind of sensitive depending on the situation and the people he meets. He just be, he he came, he became like a more well-rounded character, and I really like that. So, yay! Okay, so now we've got the two leads kind of out of the way. I mean, we'll, we'll talk discuss them. Um, further um but let's talk about our like secondary leads which is Yay. uh daniel d pitt oh, everyone's favorite neighborhood opa 
and <laughs> and uh kung sena uh who is oh. gun's girlfriend mm-hmm. um and is a ballerina in the new york ballet and uh, these two are linked to our main leads because uh, Daniel becomes friends with Myung when she marries Gun, uh, and he kind of becomes like her neighborhood protector, and he hangs out with her, becomes you know very good friends with her. And then uh, Seda is Gun's uh, girlfriend, as I mentioned five seconds ago. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and uh, talk about them. So what are you guys, like, just thoughts about the characters? We can discuss everything else, like, regarding, you know, the how they fit in the plot and everything and uh, stuff um, when we talk about the, just in, everything else in general, but... Well, Mia already knew. She knew. <laughs> she, I like how she's like, oh, so you're she's Team like, yeah. Daniel? I'm like, well, it's too soon to tell. I'm Team this. Daniel. It's too soon to tell. That's what I told her. <laughs> I don't like to judge anything until the very last second of the story. <laughs> because I feel like after that, that's when you really get to know their full personalities and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge anything as of now. But Daniel is a very good boy through and through. Um, definitely a huge, huge difference between him and uh, Sera. But Daniel definitely puts others' feelings before himself, even though he does want to be selfish and wants (laughs) to be with Myung, but, you know, he puts those feelings aside for a bit until, you know, things happen in the story that we'll discuss later. (laughs) Um, But he's very artistic, which is really weird. I told this to Mia too. Like, it gave me some kind of Yusuke Kirigawa vibes from Persona 5, which is art. <laughs> yeah, it's like weird art shit. So, like, I'm like, like I blurted no. that out, and Mia just started bursting out laughing. And she was like, You're right. I was like, yeah. like Tell me I'm wrong. Like, if you guys Google a picture about his art, I'm pretty sure you guys will some, agree with me. I got some cringy, yeah. I got some cringy flashbacks from. <laughs> <laughs> from Yusuke's heart for so <laughs> um yeah I definitely like I Daniel Daniel you know I'm sure you're I'm sure they made him out to be like a good artist but like when they go to like his show I'm like what the fuck is half this shit <laughs> like how like why are people coming to see like what the fuck I don't get I I don't know I'm not an art person I don't get it because it was like random stuff like furniture that could be like bought or I don't know like it was weird Anyway, maybe I think his not cafe, that artistic. I, I think his cafe was a lot much, a lot nicer in terms of like showing yeah. off, like than his like art exhibit or his his expo, I guess. Yeah, but he is a good boy. I mean, you find out like his that he wants to find a certain someone in his life. I'm sure we'll discuss later, as we discuss, you know, more spoilers in the plot and stuff. Even with all the bullshit that happens to him, he's still like a very kind, sweet guy and the way that him and Myung like interact is just like it feels natural but if anything I do feel like there it was more of like a sibling relationship than anything instead of like more of like a love interest at least that's what I felt like at the very end of it I definitely do like how things ended with them like there was no bitter ill will feelings he he could have been that guy who could have been like super selfish and wanted to keep Myung to himself, but he didn't. He decided to choose his morals over his feelings, which I 
very much appreciate. And uh, I, I feel like I'm holding myself back because, like I said, we're going to talk about him in like, more details. But yeah. Um, and Sera, on the other hand, is like okay. the whole different side of the coin. This girl is super bitter. Very, like your typical, I would say, like middle school, high school bitch. Like, she, yeah, you she's, better... she's definitely like a scorned lover. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She tries to get her revenge. Yeah, which I mean, it makes the whole interest, the story interesting, but also you just can't help but hate her. I feel like they wrote her really, really well for you to hate this character. And like, even with all the bullshit that happens and the stuff that she causes, like, oh my gosh, it was so irritating seeing her like cry over herself and be like but because of this happened like it shouldn't be happening it's like bitch you're the one that caused all this stuff to happen why are you fucking crying if anyone should be crying it should be me young but you know what whatever (laughs) because she's basically the one that stirs the pot like 90 percent of the time it's always something that she's doing and if she sees an opportunity she'll take it and it's like She's not afraid to get her hands dirty and she's not afraid to like meddle in between like Myung and um Gun's relationship, which is like such a huge, huge no no, like such a low blow. Like I don't know how someone can be so like mean like that. Like <laughs> it's it's so like oh my gosh. And even, like, at the end of the story, like, I still didn't really like her. Like, yeah, it's nice that she's, like, toned it down a little bit and she's trying to redeem herself. But at the same time, it's like, the damage has been done. I don't feel sorry for you at this point, bitch. Yeah, it's really hard. And we'll discuss it later. But, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, even watching it a million times for me, it's like, I still, like, don't feel too much sympathy for her, uh, with the shit that she goes you know it's sad and you know you feel for her a little bit but it's like you know when you're when she's crying about you know gun doesn't want to be with me anymore blah 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 you know my perfect life is it's like you did that to yourself i kept saying that when we were watching it yep it's like you did that to yourself you're the one that fucking left and you didn't tell him like you left you made that decision on your own and you have to face the consequences and you know all the other shit granted she didn't know some of the shit she still didn't feel bad even though she knew all the stuff that was happening she was like fuck it i'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it mine it's like bitch what the fuck yeah i'm gonna start with the person i didn't like at like in terms of secondary characters the most which would be seta because she is like like chantal said like the bitchy spiteful character that like will like make anybody's life a living hell because that's because she doesn't get what she wants but like the thing is is that she like as mia said she did this to herself she chose she chose between two things but one thing went out like like she chose one thing over the person that she liked like that she loved more than anything and she couldn't accept the ramifications of her actions she couldn't see that she was hurting somebody that she said that she loved, that she cared about. She couldn't see that she was hurting her family. She couldn't see that she was just very single-minded in what her path that she wanted. And she just forgot everybody else. Like she threw them to the side until she wanted, until she wanted to like bring them back. It just, it's, she was that type of character, but I think 
I have to, I mean, I mean, as the story went on, she kind of like, I don't know, she kind of accepted the fact of where Myung and Gun were in terms of like a relationship. I don't know. She still has this little bit of, it should be me. It should be me. Why is she taking my place in his relationship? But I think that like towards the end of it, she kind of just like accepted those feelings and um, she found something else to put her time into, I guess. I don't know. But uh, she was not, she was, she's like, she was like with Gun for me at first. Like I did not like her because her and Gun are so similar. That's probably why I didn't like them, but they kind of grew and tr- like kind of shaped, were shaped into decent people. <laughs> I don't know. At Towards the end of the, like towards the end of the show. And um, Daniel, I love Daniel. He is like that person that, like he's like the, like how Gun and Sarah are similar. He and Young are similar. They will do what they have to do for the people that they love because Daniel's situation is something that he has to deal with and he voices his thoughts to Young and she helps him out. Like she helps him give gives him encouragement and that's why their relationship kind of got to the place where it was. To at the end of the series, I think he he accepts that he also accepts Young and Gun's relationship. He knows that even though he has a place in Young's heart that the gun has a bigger place, but she will always have some type of like feelings for him, but not those types of feelings, just different feelings. And they became closer as friends. They learned to uh, help each other become better people and to learn from each other as well. So we've talked about like the main four characters um so we can like now go into the story i feel like because we can talk about the secondary other secondary characters um like as we discuss the the story and the plot and everything um and we can go into more detail about the main characters as well um so let's just go ahead and just kind of talk about the the story in general and the characters and how everything fits together um so well, real quick here, I'll, I'll give my thoughts about the, the main four characters, because um, I don't think I've really went into too much of my own detail. Um, so, Gun and Myung. So, Gun is, like, my favorite character, and he's become my favorite character after watching the show so many times, because just, no, no, like, noticing all the different, like, subtleties in um, not only just the performance, but, like, just in the character in general, I, like, have really come to just, like, like, once you watch it a second time, after watching it the first time, like, knowing, um, that, you know, once you get into, like, the second half after the whole amnesia thing and everything, um, with Gun, once you kind of understand immediately why he's doing what he wants to do, because he's already in love with Young at that point, but, like, uh, understanding why he pushes her away and everything, like, just made me just, oh my god, like, feel even, like, even more, I don't know, like, more, more, <laughs> I, I felt more for this character. And, like, every time I watch it, you know, just the littlest things, like, when I think, like, oh, but he's doing this because he loves her. Like, every time I would think, I think that, um, when certain things happen in the show, I, like, get, you know, super choked up. I'm, like, you know, already crying and everything um, <laughs> whenever I rewatch it. Because, you know, knowing that he falls in love with her and, you know, wants to be with her, but he feels like he can't or, like, he doesn't deserve to be with her, like really kind of like elevated my um uh 
love for the that character and then with me young again i just i love her i love her outfits first and foremost she dresses so cute like i wish i had that cute style i i love how she becomes her own person you know once she goes away for three years and kind of figures out who she wants to be and is allowed to um you know say no to more people and you know say yes to the things that she really wants to say yes to yeah she she finds her own footing and then you know comes back home um a stronger more steadfast person while she is still you know being considerate and kind and loving towards you know the people in her life that she loves and cares for and then it, uh our other two characters uh daniel i you know I feel like the first time I watched it, I always thought Daniel was just like really annoying because I'm like, no, get like, like, go away. Like you're, you're ruining my, my, <laughs> you're ruining my perfect, cute, like tropey filled, uh, love with, uh, Gun and Young. Like, like stop. But again, as watching it over and over again, like I've come to appreciate what Daniel does because I, you know, yes, like at the beginning it kind of turns and it, it starts at like, you know, first, well, first he kind of kind of shoots himself in the foot in terms of like getting in a relationship with her because he pretends to be a priest so he like lies to her first yeah. and foremost like oh i'm yeah i'm totally a priest so you can you know come to me for your problems whatever so you know she thinks he's a priest and everything um and it doesn't help him that he kind of just like decides or i guess allows himself to be her uh quote unquote her neighborhood opa like he watches over her like a sister and everything and you know, it's not till later that um you know i do appreciate the character i do like the character because i like that there is somebody for me young when she's going through hard times because you know she can't talk to gun about how she feels because you know she knows that he's still in love with seda and of course he has to repeat that shit all the time at the beginning of their <laughs> marriage um, you know, always having to remind her, um, we're only married because of A, B, and C, not because I like you or anything. I'm in love with my girlfriend, whatever. So I do like that Daniel is always there for Young, kind of like get her out of every jam that she gets into. And, uh, again, I, I, I like that he also grows i mean he he's very reluctant clearly like you can tell as the story goes on like you know he wants to be with me young and he feels like you know she can be happy with him you know he, she don't you don't need a gun you like i'm always here for you like why can't you see that i'm here all the time for you whatever but you know there there's three years where they're together all the time and we don't get to see that but once they both come back you can kind of see like how close they have gotten where but you can still kind of see at least on her end that she, you know the whole time though she's still thinking about gun in the back of her mind because she's you know in love with him and you know she she kind of she doesn't like push daniel to the side or anything she keeps him close to her but um you know i i do appreciate when she eventually rejects his proposal that you know she's nice and honest about it but she tells him, like, you know, it doesn't mean I, I don't hate you. It doesn't mean I hate you or anything. I, I love you, but I don't love you in that way. But I'm, I'm very thankful that you've always been there for me. So I I like that Daniel, yeah, doesn't become one of those characters that's like, well, fuck you, I'm going to ruin your relationship anyway. <laughs> like, no, he doesn't become that. So I, I've grown to appreciate the character a lot more than when I first watched it and thought he was just, like, annoying. <laughs> um, and then Seda, she's just still a fucking bitch. My, my humble opinion she did it to herself she cries and complains about everything even though she goes back 
to being a she goes back to New York to do ballet again. Like she go she come she goes away, she comes back and she goes again. And then when she comes back again and quits being a ballerina and becomes a teacher instead, she's kind of stuck there. I mean, being a teacher isn't a bad thing, but she kind of makes it seem like, well, I had to settle for this. And like, you know, it's fine. I like being a teacher, whatever. You know, my students are great and all, but she's still kind of like, I kind of agree with like what her mom tells her is like, you know, why are you still friends with this man that broke your heart? Why can't you just like move on? It's clearly causing you pain like you need to like stop it which is why i never felt too bad for her whenever she had like a confrontation with her mom because i mean it's like your mom's kind of right man you kind of like did that to yourself i mean sure you make your own decisions but once you make the decision you can't you can't really complain about it too much but anyway so let's talk about the big plot point in this show which we haven't mentioned yet and that is the reason that gun and myung get married is because they have a one night stand with each other um that wasn't meant to happen it just kind of happens because they both get like drugged kind of yeah um well not kind of they do um but also (laughs) the the door numbers again it's fate fate leads them to have a one night stand with each other which results in myung getting pregnant and so you know gun is supposed to uh you know produce an heir because his family has a history of like Huntington's disease and all the men in his family have like always died in like their 30s so he needs to produce an heir so if he does show symptoms of the disease and dies suddenly they have an heir to take over the company when they come of age so it's like a time crunch basically so you know they're gonna jump at the chance especially Gunn's grandma who is like the chairwoman of the company I love the grandma she's like one of my favorite characters so she's kind of like okay with it you know she's like yo we're we're gonna have a, a, a baby in our family and she's all excited she welcomes me young with open arms to the family um, not only because she's, you know, the mother of the future great-grandchild, but because Myung is also a kind, respectable, wonderful person. And, you know, everybody, even everyone in Gunn's family can see that she's, you know, has good intentions and is a good person. And so they all kind of fall in love with her, too. <laughs> and they love her, yeah. they love her being part of their family. So that's the main plot point, because Gunn is still in love with Seda when he, uh, you know accidentally gets Myung pregnant and Myung kind of just you know is kind of thrust into this new life as a wife of a rich CEO because she comes from like a, a little sea town I don't know I guess we could just kind of talk about maybe your favorite plot points or favorite beats in the story I guess if you guys want to discuss that uh feel free to mention okay, you started okay <laughs> all right so so, you know, we have the beginning um, where Gun and Myung actually don't meet, like, first off with their one-night stand. They actually meet at the shopping mall. Myung is set out on a task for her boss. So she has to go to the mall to buy all this candy for her boss's daughter. And she goes to this store, buys a bunch of shit that she has to go by and gun is looking for an engagement ring because he's going to propose to seta so they can you know finally get married because they've been dating for like six years or something like that gotta gotta get that shit going um and he finds a ring thinks it looks perfect uh the two end up running into each other and the ring goes flying and 
Myung, you know, seeing that someone's in trouble and just wants to help, she goes after the ring and Gun kind of like goes after her to, you know, see if this crazy woman can, you know, go get his ring. So I feel like that's the first big, big uh, moment in the show is them meeting each other and chasing the yeah. ring in the shopping mall. And I really like that part. I think it's really great because I like when they call, when they like call back to it. Yeah, they always call back to it throughout the whole show. And just think back on it like man who would have thought that that would have been like the thing that causes like everything to like basically kind of like a domino effect the catalyst of the whole their whole relationship is just from uh, running through the mall looking for a ring and i like that the the candy the cherry flavored like lollipop also like plays a big part in it because you know it's just a candy but the the its symbolism is like really important because it also like shows up throughout the story because it's like if you know if you're really in love with someone you like give them that candy or whatever if you want them to find true happiness you give them that candy or whatever and it's like it's really cute i like that later on when um gun basically gives me young like a makeover to kind of show up the the co-worker she went on her like uh one vacation because she wins a, a vacation to macau which is actually um it's this it's like the venetian resort in macau that they go to that same resort and to macau in boys over flowers which i when i first when because i watched boys over flowers after i watched faded to love you and i was like what the fuck they really like to shoot over there <laughs> in macau it's like the rich rich people destination i guess but um once they find the ring she catches it on her finger but then they also talk about like he gets mad at her because he's like you know what the fuck like <laughs> this is a proposal ring like someone's already worn it now because she catches the ring on her finger or she slides it onto her finger so it doesn't uh, fall away and they have to go chase after it again and that ends up being the ring that they when they first get married to each other he has to use that ring and put it on her finger when they first get married so it's like it no it was like actually destiny like the ring was meant for that one person i mean we have two love triangles basically in this show so you know we can talk about the how that intertwines with the whole story so you have your first love triangle which is gun daniel and me young um you know she can go either way with them and then you also have gun me young and seda maybe i'm just like pure vanilla whatever but i mean i only wanted gun and Myung to be together <laughs> never once was i like oh no she could totally go with daniel it's fine like no i never i never was like like it's cute yeah but... me neither yeah like now that you're mentioning it yeah like i never really had like the violent urge to, for her to be like oh you should be daniel like he's better like never have i thought that i was always like but what about gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially when you see like when you because when you see him kind of like slowly like fall in love with me young too like when you see gun slowly fall in love with me young it's like no they need to be together like i don't want her to get with daniel <laughs> yeah there's points where i feel like daniel really has a good chance of like snatching her away yeah but even then like you can see like she gets kind of awkward when he tries to get close and she's like uh what are you doing but i think at that point it's also because she's already met gun and she does like him if she doesn't like say it out loud at first but you can slowly gradually tell like she's falling in love with him too so it's kind of too late for daniel anyway like me young and daniel are like on the same wa wavelength and like you know sometimes it can go 
great if you meet someone else that's similar to you, but you can't grow as a person if you have someone who can't lift you up. And I think that's better with Myung and Gun because these two end up changing each other for the better. Like, yeah, there's some bullshit and sad stuff <laughs> happening throughout the whole thing, and Gun being, you know, really harsh with her with his words and constantly reminding her that she's always going to be second best in the relationship because he's thinking about Sera and even though you can tell that he's fallen in love with Myung, he still has to say that and it's just like boy why are you saying that like <laughs> stop denying it man yeah. stop yeah like they do change each other for the better like she ends up being a strong independent person because of everything she's been with with Gun and then Gun slowly starts to become more of a, you know, open, generous kind of person because of Myung. So it just, it goes both ways. And I really like that. And I feel like, yeah, like the relationship but definitely does better when you have someone else who can change you. And, you know, call you on your bullshit and more than anything like change you know change you for the better like i don't know what else how else i can explain that like yeah because like daniel definitely opens doors for me young to succeed you know like he's the one who says like well you should come to france with me you can you know go to school there and study art and you know become an artist because i think you have potential but like gun also really opens doors for her in terms of like again yeah like 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 how you just said like, um becoming a better person like Sure, you know, Daniel helps her become a better person too, but he mostly is just kind of like comforting her, whereas Gunn will do things that make her um, make decisions in terms of like her feelings and what she um, decides to do um, with that kind of stuff. Because Gunn's always constantly telling her like, hey, why are you being such a pushover? Like, you're not going to get anywhere in life if you let people like run you over all the time. Yeah, and she's like, you know, oh, like, I'll do better. But, like, you gradually you a, start to see that. Yeah, you have to be a Bond girl, not a Post-it girl. <laughs> I like when he tells you, like, I turned you into a Bond girl and you became a Post-it again. You can't do that. Because, <laughs> like, even during those three years that she ends up with Daniel, like, nothing in their relationship really changes. Like, she's still, yeah, like, again, she does become more independent and more, like, of a stronger person. But that's not because of Daniel. That's because of all the shit that she went through with Gunn. Daniel doesn't deserve the credit, in my opinion. He was just there, like you said, to be her shoulder to cry on. Yeah. That was it. He was just someone that could listen to her problems. He really was just a friend. That's it. Like, I really never saw too much of a connection like that yeah. between them. Like, maybe Daniel, yeah, he might have hoped that there was a connection there and wanted it to be more. But on Young's side, you can tell, like, she definitely didn't want anything. Like... She even says to herself in, in the show, like, you know, if things happen the way that it happened, she, like, tells herself, you know, like, um, maybe I can be happy with Daniel and, like, possibly have a family with him. But, like, at the same time, she knows that she's like, well, that's not the way to go and it's not fair to him if I don't feel the same way. Yeah, I feel like she would just be a post-it again if she, yeah. like, eventually it would just go just she'd, she'd just go through the motions i feel like whereas with gun it's like no she like is in love with him and wants to be with him even though he's put her through so much shit mm -hmm. you know just the way he acts and stuff but again you know there's there's reasoning for that but also i feel like her and 
you know, it's just, it's a trope kind of thing, but I, but her and Gunnar are also more connected to each other because they're, they, they're together because they, they're gonna have a, a child together. So they're bonding on a whole different level of like, okay, well, you know, we're not only, we're not only together, but like, you know, we made a life together or we're making a life together. Like, you know, we're gonna have a kid, like this kid is half you and half me like once the kid is in the picture it's like you know even even uh i feel like uh you know even when people get divorced and stuff it's like well no you you still have a connection even if you absolutely don't love the person anymore or whatever um like you you still have a connection through your child because you made that child together so however their relationship was going to end up if they were to have that child you know they were still gonna have that connection uh with each other that yeah she and daniel don't have because she's not pregnant with his child and then you also have like the other side which like i said it's like a whole other side of the coin which is like i feel like the bad apple <laughs> of the of the whole thing um more like toxic it's just because of seta seta is just such a toxic person just even the things that she would say it would piss me off <laughs> because she's so selfish and self-centered like everything has to be about her and i'm just like bitch what the fuck like you don't, she never once thinks about like other people's feelings or like thinks about gun's feelings even though she claims to love him so much like she chose to go back to new york like you said she made that decision and now she has to deal with the consequences with that and she doesn't want to deal with the consequences she just wants to sit there and cry like a little kid and just bitch about it the rest of her life and it's just like no bitch you made your decision already if you had not gone none of this shit would have happened so <sighs> she just wants to blame everybody else for her problems like oh my god like she's so frustrating she never grows as a person yeah, she... like even as a very last second she's still such a salty ass bitch because even daniel asks her like oh how do you feel now that those two are together and she's just like well you know she makes like this snarky ass comment and i'm like yeah she's still salty <laughs> and very bitter that those two ended up together she, i feel like she's the only character that doesn't care about other characters because she doesn't even like decide to whenever she and Young talk to each other privately she's always just confronting her with like question bombarding her with questions or just like confronting her with like false information she doesn't ever like take the time to listen to like what Myung has to say or like her side of the story like you know because i feel like i don't know me personally if that was me I, like i would at least kind of want to hear the other the other woman's side of the story like well what do you what is it you know what do you have to say about it you know like i don't know you so like how can i judge you yeah, and then she doesn't even, like, talk to Gun about it, so it's like, she's just making her own opinions based on what she's seeing, and it's just like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, you can at least ask Gun, like, what does this mean? Like, when she takes the documents that she, uh, basically the documents that he scraped away, and had, like, a whole different thing, you know, planning out before the whole amnesia thing happened, she just kind of sees it, takes it, and she's just like, here, bitch he doesn't love you so and he's gonna he, take their baby away from you yeah and i'm just like what the fuck like that's not the full picture this fucking bitch like it pissed me off so much because poor Young was like so heartbroken and she was like there's no way he could do this like there there's just no way and i'm just like, Ugh, like it's so frustrating 
Well, so then they got they get forced to get married. So then they're married, and uh, Myung basically gets to you know become part. But you know, Gun also becomes part of her family too. And I I really like his relationship with her mom. Yeah, because I if anything, love her mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, the way that his, her her mom was like beating up like Young and then Gun, like she gave no shit. She was just like, "Fuck you guys!" Like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? I was like, she's literally acting like any other like Hispanic mom out there, like <laughs> the shit out yeah, of her. Kid. I feel like I feel like Asian moms and Hispanic moms like are on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, it was so hilarious, because every time that Gun would do something stupid, I was like, you better not, because Young's mom is going to come with that wooden stick and come beat your ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, but, like, throughout the whole thing, I think that what really set it off for Gun, with uh, Young's mom, was, like, when they were at that, uh, what was it, like, a wedding or a party or something? Yeah, she her, her mom went to a wedding for, like, her friend's daughter. Yeah, and he tells Gun like, you know, think of me as your mom, like I'm your mom, and the, the face that he makes, like it kind of sinks in for him, like oh, like I have a mom, because he's never really, I guess, had that because we find out that you know his parents died a while ago. We don't know how long his mom they died. died they died in a car accident together mm -hmm. in like 1992 or something like that. So yeah. So, he's never, like, necessarily had, like, a mom figure for too long, I want to say. Because, like, we don't know, like, what age that happened with him. That I can remember anyway. But... I think fact he's, like, he... he's probably, I think he was, like, mm, maybe, like, 10 or 11, probably. Something like mm, that, I okay. think. Yeah, so he definitely lacked, like, a mother figure for a while. And to have, like, someone like Young's mom where, like... She's, like, constantly, like, checking up on them, and, like, she is, like, super inviting and, like, really warm and welcome with him. And, like, they're both, like, they all, they, they love the company that they have, like, with each other. Because even after the time skip, like, he still goes out of his way to see her. And, like, there's a point where Young is like, why are you seeing my mom? Like, she's my mom. And he's like, well, we were married. You can't just take away someone that I think of as a mom. Like, she, he, she's a mom to me, too. Like... You can't just be selfish like that either. Yeah. <laughs> and she thinks of it and she's like, shit, he's kind of right. But she also wants to like snap back at him and be like, no, like you can't. That just shows you like how deep that relationship between him and Myung's mom ended up being and how much he really appreciates it. Especially to the point where like when he asks her, can I marry Myung again? Because, spoiler alert, they get divorced and then they're going to get married again. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, like, it's really heartbreaking when her mom tells him, like, you know, I I don't think you guys should get married again. You know, I love both of you very much, but I, you guys shouldn't get married. Yeah. I, I can't let you get married. Because, because at that point, they everybody knows that he might get the, the disease. And so she out of a you know she's mother's a concerned mother she tells him i can't let her be alone like if you were to die she would be alone and i don't want her to be alone i don't want that to happen to her because she wouldn't be able to handle it so no yeah 
And then she's talking from experience, too, because she also lost her husband. Yeah. So she knows what it's going to be like for Myung. And then what happened, too, between Myung and Gun, like, she's like, well, I don't want to see, like, my daughter heartbroken like that again. Like, that was devastating. So she's kind of, like, stuck in the middle for, mm -hmm. like, she sees both sides, but at the same time, she's like, no, because I really don't want to see the two of you in pain again. Like, that was just a lot. Like, I like the mom because she's just, like, a no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is mom. Like, if you're doing something wrong, she'll, tell, she'll like, tell it to your face, like, hey, stop. And I think that's something that Gunn wasn't used to because he's used to somebody always saying, like, always agreeing with him all the time. He's, like, he's, like, to have a person that's, that um, only is used to somebody just, like, constantly agreeing with him all the time. And I think that once he meets Myung and her family and his and her mom, that they grow, they form a relationship that he didn't like. As you guys said, that he didn't really have because his parents died. Um, he loved his mom a lot, it, like, and I think that the mom kind of fills that hole in his heart that his mom like that his mom was to him, and she, yeah, she like messes with him and like like jokes around with him but she will tell him some give him good advice she will tell him when he's wrong she will tell him like you shouldn't be doing this i don't want you to um like when like like you said mia like when they got divorced that she didn't want him to go back to her because because she didn't want myung to go through all those emotions again of having to like have it of their previous relationship um so um but um it's just it's very nice to see like he's like a um a second he's like a second he has like a second family with her family and uh it just it was <laughs> it was just very nice to see that um that Myung's mom could have such an impact on him as a person and show him ways to grow as a person with with Myung and with those around him so yeah that was nice yeah definitely I like um I'm glad that like you mentioned he has like a second family with her family yeah definitely because you know we get to know her sisters and her brother-in-law and stuff and you know they're a wacky bunch of people as well <laughs> um <laughs> especially like the brother-in-law and the the soap factory president like i love those characters they're great i mean it is kind of their fault that like everything happened anyway and they kind of like pat themselves on the back at the end you know they're like well you know if it wasn't for us this wouldn't have happened but it's like yeah but you guys almost like fucked everything up too so <laughs> but um yeah, I, I, I really love the relationship. I like that he keeps the relationship with her mom after she leaves to go to France and they get divorced. Because, yeah, it's like, it's like you know, well, you know, she was my mom and she still is my mom to me. And, you know, who, like, you have no control over that relationship. Like, it's none of your, you know, you're not part of that relationship between me and her. So, if I want to come here and eat anchovy lettuce wrap, I will. <laughs> Yeah, I like the nickname he gave her, like the lettuce wrap lady. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, I love that too. <laughs> he comes over and is his big boisterous self, like lettuce wrap lady, please feed me, I'm hungry. So funny. 
And I like that, like, he kind of, like, him being in, in their life kind of, like, makes her mom kind of, like, soften towards him, I think, too. Like, you know, she's kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. Like, just hurry up and eat and get out of here. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that part yeah. of the relationship. Well, I guess speaking of the pain that they go through, we have to kind of talk about the big painful thing in the in the show is the reason why they get divorced um so basically uh gun gets amnesia at one point um because we find out that him and myung have the same birthday which i always thought was super cute i'm like oh my god that's so fucking adorable so you know they're gonna celebrate their birthday together and she goes to wait for him and then he has to go to this meeting because the uh like board of the company or the chairman group or whatever they don't think gun is fit to be <laughs> ceo right now they want him to resign because he's been acting kind of weird and they you know they don't think he's uh you know able to fulfill his duties as ceo so they want him to resign so they're trying to have a meeting and uh you know on the way to the meeting he is like no i need to go back to Myung, she's waiting for me and um he kind of collapses and you know amnesia is one of the like symptoms of the disease so you know it's very scary they think he's um you know it's finally shown up that he's gonna you know die soon or you know that it's it's finally um time to you know start thinking about that stuff because um you know again it's it can you know kill him at any moment and he forgets the last three months of what happened and of course he conveniently forgets uh his whole marriage to me young he only remembers her as the bond girl that he gave a makeover to or no the ring the ring sorry not the mm-hmm. ring. He, he remembers as far as them meeting uh the very first time with the ring so he doesn't remember the stuff in macau either and uh you know, it's this whole thing. He kind of um, is, you know, little by little told uh, what happened. He finds out because Myung lies to him and tells him that she's her, his secretary. And that, you know, isn't true. Um, and he figures that out. He finds out that, you know, he got her pregnant and everything. And he tells her, you know, he, he's back to his like old personality, I guess. And he's basically like, okay, well, we just need to, uh, you know, when when we have the when the child is born, um, you can go ahead and just give me parental rights, whatever, you know, and I'll I'll compensate you. I'll pay you like you know, money so you can live comfortably. And that way, you know, you never say anything about it. But we also learned that later he does get his memories back, and it's not until Myung kind of realizes that his memories are back, and she tries to go after him and you know another cliche happens she gets hit by a car pretty br- they show it too it was brutal yeah that was, that was it was like i legit was like <gasps> i'm like i like gasped like when i saw that i was like oh my god like yeah it, it's it's shocked it shocked me yeah you like know? you you know it's blurry in the background but you see it happen yeah like it's, it's not in the focus but it's you know on the screen and she gets hit by a car and I mean, at that point, she's only, like, three months pregnant, so she's, like, mm-hmm. not even showing or anything, and that it's, you know, the baby's not, like, fully formed or anything, but she loses the baby, and that is, like, just so devastating for them, because at that point, you know, they've been falling in love with each other, they're planning all this cute stuff, you know, they've got stuff for the baby, they're buying clothes, and they've got stuff set up in the house, and 
and you know they they're taking like prenatal classes with each other and you know they make their baby's first clothes together they wrote letters to the baby and everything and it's just yeah they're like it's just it's really just crazy because once she learns like because he even tells the because she tells him you know if anything happens to me like just you know choose the baby don't save me save the baby even though my thing is my thing i was like i don't know how that would have happened anyway because like okay if she was like seven or eight months pregnant okay sure but she's like barely like it's like you know barely barely started yeah like there was no way and just uh, the way he tells her too or he tells her like oh no i i told i told them to go away they're not here anymore i told them to leave yeah i told them to leave yeah it's just so like, oh my yeah, god and, she, and she's like no that's not true and she like started like screaming and hitting him and like oh my god like that's the one point that was the point where i like kind of started crying i don't know like having all that preparation all those memories that they made and having to lose something that they were so excited for like as soon to be parents that was just that's like really soul crushing for some for somebody like especially since you know it's their first kid and they were you know they were kind of thrust into the situation but again you know they were falling in love with each other and it's yeah it's really hard it's really hard to see it because then you know she's like upset and everything and then they uh her mom comes in oh my god it's just like it's a lot it's it's a lot to watch And then, of course, right after he like gives her the, he puts the fucking candy on the door, and he basically is like, "Well, I'm gonna just take myself out of her life because, because at that point, then he he kind of decides, I can't, I I love her, I love her, but I can't be with her. I don't deserve to be with her because every time she's with me, like I only cause her pain. And now that this happened, I feel like he feels like every time she, if if she were to stay with him. He would just feel like he would just cause her even more pain. Which is why when she asks him... Because she goes to him and tells him, like, Hey, you know, if you want to start over, we can totally start over. Because, you know, I think we had a good thing going on. And, you know, we we lost the baby. But, I mean, we're still married. We can try... She's, like, willing to try again. Yeah. But that's when he tells her, like, uh, no. Even, like, as me being a mom, I was just like, oh my god, like, this is, it was really, really, really hard to watch. And then, the way that she breaks down reminded me so much of, like, the scene. Um, I will I won't spoil it because, you, but, yeah. <laughs> There's a certain scene in Jane the Virgin where Jane, like, starts, like, bawling, crying, kind of like how Mi Young did, but for different reasons. And I was just like, it was giving me flashbacks of that show. And I was like, god fucking damn it, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was just very heartbreaking, and then just thinking about everything that they've been through, it's just like, how much more bullshit can they go through? Like, when are they gonna be, like, happy? When is, like, certain people not gonna, like, meddle into their relationship? Like, just, just so much stuff happens. And, man, it's just, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And then when he puts, like, that lollipop and he says, you know... If I have any last bit of happiness left in me, I want it all to go with her. And I was just like, no, don't. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. Because at, at that point, you know that he lo- he's in love with her, like, extremely. It's like, 
you know, you've gone through all the silly shit with him and everything. But like at this point, it's like, no, dude, I've seen you. You've, you've fallen in love with her like so hard. Like just stay with her. Like even with him having amnesia at first, like eventually he remembered. And like when Seto tries to stop him, he's like, I feel like I'm forgetting something important. Like there's something else out there. And I was like, yes, go, go, go after her, please. So you can tell, like, even without his memories, and he doesn't, like, know the full story, he's still in love with her. Like, deep, deep down in there, he knows. Yeah. She's the one. Not this bitch-ass Sarah. <laughs> even, even, like, you know, during the relationship and everything later on, like, when, uh... Because early on, um, I guess we can try kind of talk about, like how he falls in love with her because i feel like that's a really important because clearly she falls in love with him like really fast yeah you know he's like a handsome guy he's you know sure he's a handsome rich guy but like i don't know i guess she she likes how they work together i guess she's you know she just kind of because he helps her i think she falls in love with him as soon as he helps her out at, in macau i just i really love seeing how gun falls in love with me young it's more slow, like, progresses slowly with him than it does with Mi-young. Like, even when with Mi-young was, like, with Daniel, and Daniel's just like, why, why, why him? Like, why? And she's like, well, he's, like, you see this one side of a person, but I see, like, a whole different side of him every day. And he's, like, this kind, generous person. And she's, like, speaking so highly and sweet of him, and I'm just like, <laughs> yep, she's in love. It's so sweet. Like, the way that she talks about Gun, despite, like, how other people see him, she has complete faith in him and like trusts him fully because she knows what kind of guy he truly is. Yeah, I like the I man. like the lollipop motif. I like that it kind of shows up again when she comes back because the first thing she painted that they really liked was um, like the painting with the lollipop shapes in it. Yeah, and then when Gun sees it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he's like, wait a minute. So he knows, like, at that point, her true feelings. Yeah. And he tries to confront her. And then she also is like, no, you don't have the right to tell me anything. Oh my gosh. Like, they, they just kind of, like, at that point, they go back and forth with each other. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, please, like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, so this is after the time skip. So three years passes and Mi-young comes back from France because now she's a famous artist called Ellie Kim. <laughs> Ellie Kim. Ellie Kim. Um, and actually, like, that art, like, the art that she does, like, that's an actual artist's art. Yeah. Like, you can buy, like, the bags and stuff that they sell, you can buy those. They're super fucking expensive. So, like, they use an actual artist's artwork and everything and the, the bags and stuff, like, that shit's real. Um, her, it's cute art. I, it's not something I would probably buy yeah. for yeah, myself, like, but it's cute. It's cute. But it's I, cute. Like my thing is like, okay, it's a little overkill when her whole fucking office is like decorated with it. with the with the pattern. Yeah, it's cute, you know. And um, so she becomes a famous artist, and I I I like that. You know, they they go out of their way to tell you like, well, Gun is still single. He hasn't been dating anyone for the past three years, and literally everyone is like, you should just get back together with me, Young. I like how with the grandma, <laughs> they're looking for suitors for Gun. And the grandma, because like, I think at that point it's Mi Young's friend that's doing like the whole suitor thing and like showing them pictures. Yeah. 
and she's like okay you guys have denied like all of these people like what like what type of person do you want and i like how the grandma's just thinking fondly about me young and she's like yeah someone like me young <laughs> and i'm just like oh my gosh this is becoming like a we love me young club yeah <laughs> i like that when you see all the different pictures of the different girls that they have like lined up it's like it's Jang Nara, like the actress Mm-hmm. Like it's just pictures of her, like just further, like showing you, like oh no, he belongs with Miyoung. It's yeah. just like pictures of her, but like different hairstyles and shit. But it's like no, that's yeah. like, clearly her. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So she comes back and is like a super famous artist now, and she's having her first like big art exhibition in Korea. And I love that like Gun goes to it like all secretive and shit pretends yeah. it's like a big business thing like he you know he really doesn't care whatever he tries to be real secretive about it like kind of hide around to the point where they play the fucking inspector gadget theme song <laughs> what yeah. the fuck <laughs> i remember the first time i watched that i was like i was like what the fuck i'm like is this like yeah. is this music not copyrighted in korea <laughs> i guess it's not because they can just use it i guess no i just thought it was so fucking hilarious that they use that <laughs> and they use fucking music from the princess diaries too and mm-hmm. i was like panther yeah yeah i'm just god that's so funny that's so fucking hilarious man that's so <laughs> but i love i love the lengths he goes to just to like go see her because he's thought about her for three years He's still in love with her after three years after he f- truly realizes that he is in love with her. Yeah. To the point like, where he kept all the baby shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's in what his, really like, broke me. His like, his, like man cave. His like man yeah, cave. Yeah, basement, like man cave thing. But I love, I love that like he buys her like the biggest uh, like flower display or whatever. <laughs> He's like, like from Daniel that Gigolo bastard. <laughs> yeah, he calls him a Gigolo bastard. I fucking love that shit. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Cause he, you know, once he kind of sees, and you can see this as he slowly falls in love with Myung is like, when he sees her with Daniel, that's when he think. But actually, jealous and is like, uh, he kind of like uses it as you know excuse to say like, well, this is my wife, so leave my wife alone. I don't know what you're doing here with my wife, but. She's my wife. Yeah, it's like he doesn't like Daniel. <laughs> Daniel doesn't like Gun, but again, you know, Miyoung is the only one who can kind of see like everyone, who f- like for who they truly are, and 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 like Gun learns to you know love that too, because you know when he once he realizes that he's like super in love with her and everything, like you know there's no going back. Because even even so, you know, like he for the last three years he goes he's gone to the spot on the anniversary of when they lost the baby to the spa where it happened and he always you know he buys a cake and eats it there and talks to their unborn child and everything to the point where she gets mad at him when she sees yeah. him there and she's like you don't have to keep coming here anymore you don't have to do that because she doesn't know the full story yeah and like that's why that's when i'm like that's the only time i get like kind of mad at me i'm like no Myung, like, Me what too. The fuck? like girl it was his kid too like and he's been here the last three years you left like, she was being really harsh there, and I'm yeah. just like, ah, <laughs> you're gonna regret it later. Yeah. Which, I mean, she does later. Mm-hmm. I like that, like, I think it's a really sweet parallel when, like, when she is still pregnant, and she talks to the baby a lot by herself, and then once the baby is gone, like, he talks to the baby now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a... And, like, you, you can just tell that he loves her so much, the way he, like, talks to her, like, talks about her to their 
under their baby. It's like, oh my god, like it's so cute. It's really. It's like just tell her you fucking love her. Holy shit. Because he's always like, mommy misses you. Mommy thinks about you a lot. Like, he he still tries to keep that memory of that baby, like, of that child alive. But they do it in different ways. But I can, I mean, I can see why Myung would get mad. Because she, because they grieve in different, different ways. He grieves by, like, going back to the spot and, like, kind of thinking about what could have been with the baby and, like, why he why why what happened happened and she just kind of she didn't necessarily forget she kind of repressed that that memory kind of a little bit because it was just painful and then she kind of got mad at him because he kept mentioning it or like like constantly like i don't know kind of bring bringing it up but she she couldn't see that he was part that he was part of that life too and he he loved that child as much as she did so i don't know oh well yeah and well you know i i like because i can see why she would get mad at him but it's also because like she didn't know the details like she at that point she thinks like he just gave everything up because he didn't love her but of course you know we as not like you know we know that he was in love with her then he just couldn't say anything because she doesn't know about the disease like she doesn't learn about that until he's gonna fucking resign and, and she's it's like, just why like didn't you tell me and she, yeah. yeah and it's like and i that scene you know when they finally get back together and everything is like so oh my god because one it's in front of like the fucking cameras but also the it's press. like it's like i like the way that he kind of explains it to her and it's like i don't deserve to be loved by you like i don't like you deserve better what no like why why are you making a decision for me like why are you saying that i wouldn't that i would just leave once i learned the yeah. truth yeah and she's saying like nobody can love me like you can like you were part, like you were part of my life for even if it was just a little while like it's they created a connection and she's like nobody who are you to tell me who to love if I love you? Like, can you, can you just accept the fact that I love you and that you love me? So, like, I don't know. It just, it's, I don't know. That's what I got from that scene. And she didn't even find out until, like, people, like, the whole entire cast, basically, like, the people around them were the ones meddling constantly, trying to get them together, like, pulling the strings behind the scenes. To get them to interact and get them together. If it's not like the brother or the uh, secretary. Oh. And in this case, the reason why she learned the truth about his disease and stuff is because of the lawyer. He slips in the little recording of what the whole... Um, his like, basically, last will. His, yeah, his will. And oh. then that's when she listens to it and that's where... And she ends up going over to the house, and then that's when she finds, like, the whole videotapes and, like, seeing him, like, break down and actually say, like, his true feelings, like, everything that he's feeling from the heart. And that's when she breaks down and yeah. she starts crying. She feels guilty because she thinks back to when she tells Gun, like, you're a horrible person because you threw away our baby. And I did it. I, I dealt with it. I 
went through all this and you acted like you didn't care and i was like yeah dude <laughs> I, and yeah like when <laughs> the part you just like mentioned when he breaks down in front of the camera when he says like how can i ask her to stay with me that like that's some of the, oh my god like because he makes videos to like show him to show himself if he ever gets amnesia again mm -hmm. he makes videos to remind himself like this is who you are this is the woman you love this is who she is this is her name and everything she you know he describes her in you know all this wonderful detail and he basically you know is like retelling the story of what happened between them and then it just yeah it cuts to like another video of him like breaking down saying like how again like how can i could i ever ask her to be with me after all of this on top of me having this disease that could kill me at any point in time yep. like how could she stay with me after that because like just her discovering like the truth truth and then realizing the stuff that Sera said she was like okay but what exactly is the truth like but Sera told me this and I'm like she lied to you girl yeah. <laughs> like she's not a good person like don't trust her don't trust her words damn it and I I also like the part where he's he's like how can I have asked you to love me when I don't know how long I have left because of this disease and she's and basically she's like so what like we'll love each other and we'll love each other until that happens and even beyond like you're just because if you end up like passing away at some point it doesn't mean our love is gone it's like our love will always be there and she he, and like that's what i kind of got from what she kind of said because he didn't know how to explain the the disease like the disease and the actions he was doing like pushing her away to like like you know i just it it's just he kind of got to see her side of this her side of this whole um situation and her telling him her telling him that their love will outlast like if anything ever happened like if anything ever happened their love will like still be a part of their memories like i just it was very it was very sweet yeah and uh yeah 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 i love that scene <laughs> and then it's all just happy times after that we also get like a parallel i want to bring it before i forget about it but like the parallels between uh gun's dad and him and because oh, we yeah. learned the truth oh. of like why he left and it's the same exact reason why he left them was the same reason that gun left me young yeah and he obviously the dad we learned through the diary as he reads it because the other side lady yeah like uh, his his mistress who actually wasn't really his mistress she's just like some mm -hmm. lady he helped out yeah, because it turns out his half brother is actually is not his half brother, but it's okay. They treat him like half brother still anyway. Yeah. Aww. So he learns like the truth about like his dad's story through the diary and like how much his dad regrets them and how much uh, he wishes he could be with Gun and like his mom and like it's just like goddamn like he's basically basically he did the same thing that Gun did but like he actually went through with it. They never really ended up i guess resolving anything like i don't know what happened because you know they got into the accident so who knows because even at the end he said like oh well i feel like i need to go back like he d eventually does go back yeah 
but yeah, like, it's in like the right, diary. I think it's right after he goes back to Gun and Mom, that's when they get in the car accident. Okay, yeah. Like, even in the diary, he's like, don't make the same mistake that I did. I hope he doesn't make it. And I was just like, oh, he, he almost did. And I love that they have um, Jong Hyuk, who plays Gun, play the, his dad, dad too. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, I fucking love that. <laughs> and then you learn why he does that stupid laugh. <laughs> because he his dad tells him okay whenever you feel like nervous or scared or you don't know what to do you just like start laughing like that and it'll you know it'll calm you down it'll calm you down it'll yeah it'll cushion you know whatever is going on and it like it's kind of like a fail safe i guess get you out of like looking like that looking nervous or um, tense or anything like it kind of it's like a coping mechanism. Yeah, of. yeah, definitely. And, you know, again, it's like he does it a lot. So once you kind of learn why he does that, and then you watch the whole show again, after knowing everything, it's, oh my god. Again, that's why he's be he's my favorite character. Mm. Is because, you know, you learn all these different things. And, like, yeah, rewatching it a second time, it's like, you know, or a millionth time, uh, it's, it's very, um, it's very apparent that, um, there's more to him than just being, like, an arrogant CEO kind of character, um, after the, you watch it the first time. But yeah, no, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. And they go to the tree on their wedding, their second wedding day, oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Yeah. They're late to their second wedding, because then, you know, they're gonna get married again. Um, and eventually they do convince her mom to allow them to get married and she comes to the wedding late also yeah and they get uh they get married and they um go on their honeymoon and then of course freaking <laughs> i love the secretary the chief secretary i fucking love that character the he's fucking great. secretary talk yeah i fucking I love him yeah, I he's... fucking love him. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> he was my, one of my favorite side, side characters, too. He was hilarious. It, him him, and the half-brother, like, Young, um, him and Young are, like, such a good team. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love them. Because at first, you don't like Young. You don't like the half-brother. He's fucking annoying because the, the fucking... I guess she, we could call her the stepmom. The step, she's not really a stepmom, but that's basically what she is. But yeah. she's basically, like, trying to get Young to be, like, the new head of the family mm -hmm. um even though she's kept a secret that young is not actually like a member of their family but whatever like she's trying some shady ass shit the whole time and young kind of helps her out until he you know gets to spend time with me young and he you know considers her you know you know calls her sister-in-law and everything he considers her a, a good person and then he falls in love with her best friend oh yeah and they get to get together at the end which is really cute because i love those two characters too but i like him and chief secretary like trying to re like what is their operation called it's like operation uh like recreate macau, recreate macau yeah <laughs> and so they try to recreate the first at pregnancy the first time or a second time and it doesn't work <laughs> i i like that the second time like when they because they have they she gets pregnant again at the end but I like that the second time, this time, it's because they love each other. Yeah. It's not by accident. Like, this is on yeah. purpose and because they love each other. I guess I'm real cute. Very... It's Korean, so, you know, it's gonna... There's nothing... It's... 
it's like PG. it's soft core like PG stuff, but it was it's like ooh like yeah it was like ooh, you get kind of like ooh. yeah definitely really spicy but I'm like I am enjoying this because it's <laughs> yeah. like damn it finally they can you know it get it like, on it, it took 19 episodes yeah <laughs> they can finally get it on like, without being uh, inebriated or mm. you know compromised. Yeah. And I like that it happens after, like, you know, this really sweet conversation of them just, like, sitting there together and, you know, saying, like, you know, I that they love each other and that they're always going to be there for each other. And you get the little spiciness after that. And then cut to, I don't know, a few months later, and she's pregnant. But, all, but I love that everybody else is like, please let let her, let them uh, get pregnant again. <laughs> Please, yeah. <laughs> to the point where the grandma's like asking like all the ancestors like, please, please let them get pregnant. And then the stepmom comes in and is like, make sure, let's make it twins. <laughs> and, and it then, happens. And then it they happens. get pregnant with twins. And then their kids are really cute at the end. They show yeah. what the kids look like. They're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> like, it's so, it's just, it's like the cutest thing. And then like... I love at the very end he reads like a story of the snail princess falling in love with like the arrogant prince and she changes him. And I just love I just love the like the last scene too where it's like okay they've been married now for like a few years cuz the kids aren't like they're like they look like I don't know 2 or 3 years old probably. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like little kids. But I like that you can see now it's like they're super comfortable with each other and like they they thank you like i love that they just thank each other like they're just like thank you for being with me and for loving me yeah it's just like oh i'm like i'm gonna i'm like tearing up just thinking about the last <laughs> scene it's just so yeah. cute yeah. um and he's okay. always like and then they're always like um i i like the little nickname that they give each other like princess Miyong and prince um, Lee Gun. Yeah. Like they call them Prince and Princess, and it's just, it's really, it's really sweet. Like, I don't know. No, it's super cute. I love that too. <laughs> I like how sometimes, I like um, during when she's Ellie Kim, I mean, I guess she's still technically Ellie Kim at that point, at the end too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he's, you know, trying not to show her that, like, he's still in love with her when, when they're working together on the collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, where he'll call her Ellie Kim like all you know whatever but then sometimes yeah. he can like kind of go in there and kind of like dig a little and call her Kim Young instead like I like that also I yeah. really like when they spend time together in um, her friend's apartment oh yeah when they're like cute. we need to like live separately together be together for a little bit um, before we get married like I love that they bring back like the ducks that, like her mom gives her when they first got married oh and he tells her like that. at the beginning like those why why did you bring those they they don't like match up with the room or whatever and then she's asking like this second time she's asking like oh where should they go and she kind of like teases him and is like well last time you said uh they didn't go with the room so i don't know where would you where would you put them and i like that he kind of like acknowledges he's like you know for like back then i'm really i'm sorry that i said that <laughs> Like, I like that he kind of acknowledges, like, yeah, I was a jerk. Yeah. Sorry about that. Like, <laughs> I love that they're comfortable enough at that point to, like, they're, like, they're able to talk about things together. Because they both, because yeah. at that point, they're, like, they're in love with each other and they know it, so. Yeah. 
like they're like they're able to like play around and be joking and yeah but then like then still have serious and like meaningful conversations when yeah they have to so yeah like the when she in the apartment was cute yeah like when she pulls out the poker chip too i love that part i know when she's, she's like do you remember time? this <laughs> do you remember this and he's like yes i do it's just like oh so cute i like the part like like also with the ducks like she's putting the dishes away and he puts the ducks like on the on Roomba, the, on the Roomba. <laughs> yeah. vacuum or whatever he's like look, he's like Neon, look look and he like moves it to where she's at and he's like look and she like feels the vacuum on her foot or whatever and she like looks down he's like yeah there's those ducks that you love so much and, he, and then the whole thing with them trying to decide where they're at where they're supposed to be and it that whole scene was very cute I love their like cutesy parts. They're just so cute. Like I just Yeah. Once once they're like together together, it like gets even cuter, but you know. I do I do I am a sucker for the scenes when he's also kind of like trying to deny that he's falling in love with her, but it's like, dude, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like when they're sharing yeah. the bed together and he want like he really wants to just like his urges kind of try to take over. Yeah. Like he just kinda yeah. wants to, you know, yeah. be with her in the bed, you know. In that way, <laughs> and he's like, he when just... did the snail become so sexy? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, when when did the snail become so irresistibly sexy? It's just like, and he like talks to the dog, like he like talks to people about her, like she's like so irresistible, like or something like that. And he's like, what can I do? And oh yeah, when he's like, there, there's another, there's another me that comes out. Kind of reminds me of like of like Zen saying like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. release the beast. Like <laughs> it's kind of like that. He kind of has that kind of like like same kind of like energy i guess but i think that's super funny because he like he really wants to you know just like take her and you know but it's like (laughs) i just think it's really funny that he's like i really want to but i'm not going to but i really want to i don't know what's happening to me (laughs) and i like the snail thing i think it's really funny yeah all the fucking like weird 3d snails snails (laughs) Because he says that she's like a snail, like he compared like a snail that you know is stuck and won't leave. Yeah, that's what he calls her. A snail. And and another thing I really liked, like when at, towards the beginning of their like marriage, the first time, like when they're still kind of like not used to each other, and they're kind of like arguing all the time, and like they go and like she's like eating in the kitchen, and then like he's like, what's going on? He goes down to the kitchen. He's like, what's going on? And then she's like, "Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta like leave." And she's like hiking beneath the table. And oh then she yeah. Tries to, like hit the lights, and he's like, "What's going on?" And he hits the lights, and she hits the lights, and like, that's that was. Funny. I love that scene too. Yeah, I love that one too. <laughs> Very strange that the light switches are on opposite sides. I mean, it's it's for the funny gag, but it just... yeah, <laughs> that was still funny though. Yeah, I like I like that he like gets all freaked out. And is like, "What the hell? Like what? Like." why are you down here like what's going on and she's just kind of like well you know i'm pregnant i'm kind of hungry i'm hungry <laughs> the stuff yeah. my sister was eating earlier looks good a lot of the food in this show looked really good yeah except maybe the like fermented uh stingray that shit looks gross i don't yeah, like that was gross. i don't like seafood but the stuff she mixes up together to eat in that scene looked super good yeah. and then of course he always has to order I- a fucking americano yeah that they never drink as you said yeah i know every time they drink something in this show um 
like they order it and like take a sip and then it's like they all leave the, it there they leave and I, and I like her little lunch boxes that she makes oh them. yeah when like she her makes little faces yeah their little faces it's so cute he gets it's... so excited every time she comes for lunch he's like what's you gonna bring me today i know and then when and she doesn't then, bring like... him like anything fancy he's like oh all my favorite are the prenatal classes like all of them because something that always to happen the whole when he doesn't want to touch her because it's like awkward and then when they're like knitting the baby onesie thing like oh so. yeah yeah like he's always late at that point mm-hmm. but then he shows up and he's like he's like he gets into he's the like, uh, i'm gonna show you how how good i can sew this fucking thing and then Watch. he, he sews it like real good and it looks really nice or then like when she's yeah. gonna start writing the letter for him because he's not there and she her, yeah. like impression of him i love that one and then he's and then when he gets here he, he like makes it a big giant like like he makes it a big deal like a bigger deal and she's like this is for a wish for the baby he's like i know baby should like learn how to be a good person in society he makes it like a bigger deal than it actually kind of is and that's just it was funny i like i like when he comes into the room and he's like do i really he's like are you are you you saying i really sound like that because i don't think that's how i sound i like (laughs) how she does her impression too she's like just put on a little that's so funny the little voice and he's like no just just write down just i'll dictate it and you write down what i say so funny yeah. oh yeah and i like the, the one last thing i'll say that i liked in terms of moments was um the like where they're reading to the baby like and she's like reading that um i don't know it's like a lion story or whatever it was yeah it's like, a, like it's like a korean with the voices tale. yeah mm-hmm. and they're like acting he's like why are you doing that and then like he gets into the story and they start acting out the sounds and they start laughing at each other and like getting more comfortable with each other and um that i just that was really cute i just yeah like you can tell like as as they kind of like have to spend more time with each other like they kind of grow like that like the that's when like because it's like in episode nine i think or episode 10 when he finally like actually kisses her like actually kisses her on the lips at the the auction yeah is like the most satisfying thing like I remember when we watched it, Chantal was like, "Finally, <laughs> I know." So yeah, I love yeah. that part. Um, okay, so what I was gonna bring up was like, I think like two other two last things in terms of like moments and stuff or plot points or whatever. The other like big plot point is when she comes back from Korea and is or from France. Excuse me. When she comes back to uh, Korea from France, and it's her art expo, and they're selling the art. And she mm. has one picture, and that's of that's of a, a child. And he sees the f- painting, and he immediately wants to buy it. And so he yeah. buys it, but like makes sure it's discreet under a name. And then she's kind of like, "Oh no, this painting isn't for sale." But they're like, "Oh, but we already like wrote down their info and sold it, and like they've already paid us." So she tries to con like convince this mystery seller or buyer. Um, hey, I, I I really wasn't intending on selling that. If you could please just um, give it back. Return it. And so yeah. he has to pretend to be this, like, customer. And he pretends to be this old, this, like, old lady, I guess. And I love the conversations they have when she thinks that he's this other person. 
I love how they like show the conversations because they first start off where they're just texting each other and calling on the phone and stuff. But then I love the way they show their conversation in terms of like how they film it because mm -hmm. I think my favorite one though is when they're sitting in like the little courtyard at the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like they're sitting next to each other. And it also happens in her office, too. Like, he's in the room with her, but it's just so they can, like, actually talk out loud and say the lines and talk to each other. Like, this is their text conversation, but I love that they chose to film it where they're both in the room together or, like, in on screen together talking. Like, they're having a regular conversation. And I just love that because, like, the way he looks at her every time they have these conversations in these scenes, it's like, oh, my, oh, my God. My heart. I don't know how you guys felt about those scenes, but those are like some of my favorite scenes in the whole show. I know. The I like that the art is like the snail thing that he always did with her. Yeah, the little snail, the little hands, pants yeah, thing. It's so cute. Yeah, but it also that, adds more to pain. Yeah, because that yeah the the child's painting is kind of representative of what their baby would have been, I guess. And so he talks to the painting as if it was their child. Which is really sad when he decides to like give it back to her and that's when he kind of spies on uh daniel's proposal to her and you know i felt bad honestly for, i felt bad for daniel yeah. in that moment you know she rejects him but yeah. it's, a, it's a cute proposal yeah that's what i was gonna say like that is still a really inventive proposal like but i i like i said i understood why she would have why she ended up like rejecting him like but that proposal was very unique and like not something I've not something I would have seen or what that or that I would have thought of. Yeah, and um I guess the other thing I wanted to bring up was the other like big like plot point thing is has to do with Daniel and he's looking for his like long lost sister because him and his sister are like in an orphanage and they were both like adopted. So Daniel was adopted, um and moved to like America so he like grew up there or whatever and he comes back to Korea to look for his sister and throughout the whole thing like there's so many points where it's like oh that could be his sister like they might have found her this one girl fucking pretends to be the sister yeah. but it's more like just to get money from him and Myung finds out and kind of confronts this girl and then Daniel finds out cause you know he kind of walks in on the conversation um, but like, she has the same name as Daniel's sister, Kim Young. But it turns out, our favorite character, all of our favorite characters, the best character, the best character, Seta, is actually Daniel's biological sister. So Ooh. I mean, you know, they have each other in the end. Sibling love is yeah. still love. They definitely, uh, you know, they comfort each other at the end. You guys don't have anything yeah. else you want to say? Because I like, I have my own questions, oh. but it's just a, a little bit. Oh, um, I don't know what questions you have, but I wanted to say something about the music. Oh, yeah, go ahead. The music is interesting because, like, at one point you'll get, like, like a sweeping, like, romantic score and you'll get, like, some, like, K-pop popular music yeah. stuff. And then you'll get, like, <laughs> movie scores, like, a, like yeah. the Romeo and Juliet theme and then you'll get, like, Pink Panther and, like, yeah. Inspector Gadget. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh my god, it was, it, Yeah, I forgot it's, the, the music songs are interesting. 
the songs, like the actual songs, oh my god, like, since this is like the fifth or sixth time, I'm like, <laughs> I know some of the words, like, I would be singing along yeah. with it. <laughs> and the girl that does the main theme of the, like, the main, I guess, theme of the show, like, the actual show's theme, her, like, her voice is so pretty. Like, I, I know of her because I just, her voice just, like, it fits the... I don't know. It fits, and like the lyrics of the song, of like the main song, like really fit. And it's just, it's it, the choice of music is just very, I don't know, eclectic. It's just, it's just interesting. Like I said, there were times I was like, why? Of like, wow, Romeo and Juliet's theme. Wow, uh, some K-pop popular music thing. And then you'll get like. I don't know. It's I was just like it's just very interesting. Yeah, there's moments where like just the song, like one of the, whenever one of the songs would play, sometimes it's like that's gonna make me cry. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ, man! Like why you gotta play the songs like at this moment? It's just gonna make me cry even more. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> so it's just like it. It really does add to the overall story, and I like the. I love. I love the like happy peppy parts with the the music and then like the softer um ost mm-hmm. oh baby i love you yes i do i love that song i love that one i love the other one the sad one the goodbye my love one oh my god that uh, yeah. shit that was pretty that shit makes me That's cry from... yeah that like, song's uh, that song's a good song i like because it just hits you like it hits yeah. you like well of, right of course they always have to play the goodbye my love shit like right after like a every sad five ass, minutes a sad ass part where it's like all silent and shit and like um, one of them's looking longingly or something at the other it's just play, like, like three times an episode uh, they really know when to put the where the songs work well anything you have to say about the songs the music shuns on <laughs> excuse me i was holding that yawn in for a love uh no like yeah i mean this the songs were like i remember you being like oh i don't want to cry right now because i'm saving my tears for later yeah (laughs) they're overall like definitely add more to like the scene for sure yeah so i think now we're done just talking about the show and everything um see any last things oh okay so I like the way I tell time with this show is you just look at Gunn's hairstyle. You know exactly yeah, like what yeah, point of the fucking story you're in, because like his hair changes like three or four times. Yeah, like during yeah, the show, but- and I don't know. I just like that that kind of like tells you what state of mind he's in. I guess. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. There are some hairstyles I'm like, why the fuck does his hair look like that? It looks terrible. <laughs> like, at the very yeah. end, like, why did they make his hair look like that? All, like, flat? On the yeah, top? I hate it. I hate how his hair looks at the very end. I like his little swoopy hair. His yeah. His swoopy hair and his, like, little, like, buzz, like, his little really short one, like, the second from the last one. Yeah. Like, when they first come, when he first, like, after the time skip, like, the three-year time skip, I was like, oh my god, he looks good. Yeah. Also, I like the show because, like, literally everyone is super attractive. <laughs> True. Everyone's hot in this show. Like, legit, after I saw Everyone. That, after I, like, after that, I was like, I need to look up these actors, like, what else they're in, because... They all- and they still look like that! 
So they age very well, these uh, K-drama actors, um, mm. which is why they will have very long careers in K-dramas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I just have some questions. Okay, so my first question, because nobody asked us questions. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sometimes we get them, sometimes we don't. It really, really doesn't matter. Um, so I always try to make up questions. Okay, That's so, okay. So my first question for you guys. How does, it, how does this series compare to other dramatic stories you've seen? It doesn't have to be... I mean, I know this was your first K-drama, Chantal, but I'm just saying mm. dr- dramatic stories in general. So like anime, movies, other kinds of TV shows, whatever, books, ma- manga, you know, whatever you guys have come across. How does it like compare in terms of like the drama and everything? I kind of touched about it just like a little while ago, like at the beginning, how like... Oh man, I found so many similarities to it to Jane the Virgin, which is like one of my favorite drama shows, like American dramas, I guess you can say, even though it's technically, I guess you could say label it as a telenovela because, you know, they take those telenovela tropes into this and and like dramatic wise, oh my, I can't tell you like how eerily similar these two are. Like, I definitely think you'll like it if I ever end up picking this, which I'm I have to now ever since like watching Faded to Love You, like it just gave me those vibes. I'm like, yes, I'm gonna love this for sure. Um, because Jane the Virgin is very much dramatic, but again, it's because it has like that label as like a telenovela tropes, but they make them like really unique. But uh yeah, like even when they did like the whole um at the beginning when when they uh, get together that first night, like they do something similar to that too in Jane the Virgin too, which I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 good, man. How does it compare to other stuff we've like seen or whatever? Or yeah, like- other dramatic stuff um, that you've seen, like just personally, like it doesn't have to be stuff we've talked about previously on this sh- on here. But yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I would say in terms of like story wise, it was a very enjoyable story because there are times when I've seen things when like other like even other K dramas were like the story will turn out will start out good and then it'll just like fall. And like other movies and stuff like that, but it was, it was very enjoyable. I like just the characters overall. Like, are like, are just like not one note. The music is good. The acting is good. It's just it's 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 like one of, I wouldn't say one of my favorites, but it's to, it's up there for sure. It's one of I would wa- I would watch it again for sure. Because this was my first K drama in terms of like other K dramas I've seen. I mean, it's very tropey. Again, you get the amnesia thing, you get the yeah. hit by a car thing, uh, you get, you get the, the like yeah. s- like sundere kind of like character in there. Uh, you have like the like you know plucky young main character who you know wears glasses, whatever. But mm-hmm. in terms of like other compared to other K dramas, I think it's. It's definitely up there, top dog, like, one of my favorite K-dramas next to, like, Boys Over Flowers and, like, um, Playful Kiss, which is another really good K-drama. I think those two are, like, some of my other favorite ones that I've seen. And I also want to say this, like, in terms of the other versions, it's it's one of my favorites. I know, like, the Taiwanese one is, like, the original, kind of, but I looked at each one, like, a little bit of each one. And I would say that this one's, like, the favorite out of all the versions that I've seen that are, like, available. I, I just... feel that's very true for a lot of K-drama versions of stuff. Because, again, it's the same with Boys Over Flowers. I feel like the K-drama is the best version of that story. Yeah. Because the Chinese one, that was okay. Um, the Japanese one's not 
very good. The Taiwanese one, I just didn't like. I looked at it on it's on Netflix, the Taiwanese version. And I just didn't like the way the I don't know the way it was shot. It was weird. Like I don't know, but I just like I I just really enjoyed this version out of all of those ones. Especially okay. My next question is, how much <laughs> did you cry? How much did we cry? Yeah, how much did you cry? Um, not much. Not until like the accident happened. Because up until that point, um, I didn't really cry. Like, like I said, the relationship kind of got like I kind of like started falling for the relationship, but I wasn't to the point where like me their relationship would like bring me to tears. But when that uh, when the car accident happened and then like her in the hospital having to deal with that, it really that's the point where I like I started like tearing up. I kind of did that was the, one of the only points, and then them getting married at the end. Those are like the only points. Like I still enjoyed it, but it didn't like make me cry like every time. And that's 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 not new for someone like me. I cry at everything. Not saying it was bad. It's just like it wasn't bad. It just uh, of course I, I loved it. Of course, but those were the only two points where I like actually like shed tears. Crying wise, I mean you were there. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> and how many like every time I would feel like the tears coming and I would start like making noise and be like oh like don't yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> how can you not cry honestly like it's so hard not to cry like all these little bits and pieces that you get and then like like it's just so like how can you not cry like come on come on yeah I feel like for me it I, I mean you were there when I was watching it too I feel like it's easy to tell when I'm crying because I don't say anything <laughs> Yeah, like I'm trying. I'm trying not to. Um, You're like really quiet. I'm trying not to say anything, and like yeah. you could just hear me sniffling. Yeah, um, yes, I heard yeah. You sniffling. dude, I would be sniffling like every five goddamn minutes, man. I'm pretty sure I cried like at least once or twice, like every episode. But also, I've seen yeah. this like five or six, t- six or seven mm-hmm. times. So like, I cry for like legit everything, just because like I know all the motives and everything behind all the characters so it's all just the reasons like and everything, yeah. yeah so it's just like like of course i'm gonna f- fucking cry like so i, mean, I if i saw this again i probably would cry more but so like i i yeah i i cry every time i watch this show uh more than i probably should but um <laughs> that's just me um yeah i literally cry for like the dumbest shit so anyways <laughs> <laughs> um it's okay. I remember you were holding back your tears dude, every now and then. You'd be like, I'm saving my tears for yeah, later. Dude. I would be, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, Especially when the songs would come up, you would be like, I don't want to cry right now because yeah. something else is going to happen. And I was like, Oh, yeah. should I brace myself? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like, Oh my God, my fucking, just my face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, if you ever hang out with me, uh, loyal listeners <laughs> and we're watching something together and uh, it's something tr- like that I am very emotionally attached to or some shit if I'm not saying anything you just hear sniffling I'm fucking cry like Niagara Falls crying down my eyes cause that's that's how I cry when I watch yeah. this show is like it's not just like yeah. oh little tear no it's like big Full fat big fat tears rolling down my chubby yep. ass cheeks <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah um, enough yeah. of that question. Um, <laughs> next. Okay. My other question is, I have two more questions, so. Okay. Okay, this one is, says, 
does this make you this is really um i mean you can still answer this one erica but this one's more i guess court for chantal because this is her first yeah. k-drama but Go ahead. Mm-hmm. um does this make you want to explore more dramas i guess more k-dramas like like more than other kinds of dramas yes and I think that, it, I mean, you guys could probably see if you follow me on Twitter because, like, me, you, and Danny had, like, a full-on conversation oh, about yeah. screen dramas. <laughs> yeah. And Danny was like, you've never seen one? And she, I like how she's, like, on the same wavelength as us because she recommended uh, Boys Over Flowers and yeah. you were when like, like uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, when I was like, girl, I got you covered, that was what I was gonna pick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, eventually, eventually I'm gonna pick Boys Over, Flower- Boys Over Flowers because I feel like Boys Over Flowers is like the gateway k-drama for a lot of people but since fate of sylvie was the first one i watched i wanted this to be the first one we talked about on the show but boys Mm -hmm. over flowers is definitely like if you've never watched a k-drama series before um that's like number one i feel like first thing you need to watch because it's super uh because it's really popular one and two it's like it's a cool story i like the story and yeah. I like the way the K drama handles it. Um, yeah. In terms, like, in compared to like the J drama or like the anime. I mean, you can answer the question too, Erica. This is when you want to watch more dramas. I guess. Watch more. <laughs> um, well, like I said, this is not my first K drama. What was my first K drama? Okay. Um. No. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like it's. Um. It got. It was not my first K drama, but it got me interested in like seeing other types of dramas from different countries like when i was looking at looking at the scenes from the versions i would like see what was different about them and then i would kind of like branch off into other types of dramas from that country from those countries yeah so but yeah um i would i would want to look into more even more k dramas now that i've seen this one awesome well i'm definitely gonna pick more um because like because like i mean i haven't just seen like faded to love you and boys over flowers like i've seen like mm, yeah. probably like three or four other k-dramas me um, too but uh definitely definitely faded to love you really uh made me want to um when i first saw it years ago made me really want to like explore the k-drama scene and so you know i'm glad netflix does i'm glad netflix um you know was able to like add k-dramas to their lineup of stuff and then having like a vicky account like helps as well yeah um but yeah i definitely there are some good ones there's some good ones out there yeah it's definitely it's definitely like a kind of medium that i think if you like telenovelas you would like k-dramas like it's it's the same thing it's not shot they're not shot like telenovelas or soap or like american soap soap operas um yeah i think that's why i prefer k-dramas just because i feel like i can get more into the story because i can tell it's not on like a crappy set but yeah (laughs) i think that's why like um when i was younger i used to watch soap operas with my grandma and my aunt and I could never get into them, but like not like now that I'm like got into like the the K drama, J drama, whatever it's like area, it's I can just tell like the production of these are very like they're just like they're just like some other level at some points. Like you can just tell. I don't know. And it's just I don't know how to explain it, but it's just it's a different 
thing. It's a diff whole different world. Yeah, it, I mean, that's why I, I'm like constantly saying that I definitely think you'll like Jane the Virgin. Because it's, like I said, it has those telenovela tropes. And it's like an American-made uh, show. So it's like really, really done well. And it's super dramatic. Like, oh my gosh. Like, there's even like, same, like the whole amnesia thing. It's still, it's in the Jane the Virgin. And then like dealing with uh, your parents possibly having a disease. And then, um, uh, you know, stuff like real world stuff too that like a lot of Hispanics also go through. But it's done like really, really nicely. And then you also have like Jane who wants to be like a writer and she gains a little bit of confidence throughout the whole show um thanks to her baby daddy rafael and uh you also have like multiple love triangles and stuff like that so like yeah that's why i keep saying like there's just so many similarities between the two and um also having to deal with like losing a loved one like damn man <laughs> but it's, it's it's done so well so well mm, yeah so i definitely think you'll like it yeah, definitely. I look forward to whenever you pick that. Um, yeah, and I and Anna mentioned it in the last episode. You know, the K drama world is like that's like the Korean Hollywood. You know, yeah. So they true. have those big budgets and everything. They're able to film in fucking Macau, like out of the country and everything on location yeah. and shit. So it's nice like you cars, know, nice clothes. And... So you know when yeah. you know when they they pull out. They use their big budgets, man. All the stops there. Like it's yeah, mm -hmm. it's really um, it's like at it's a it's, it's like at a higher different. level than like what we're used to over here in terms of like our yeah. soap operas yeah. and novellas and stuff. In terms of like yeah. at least the budget, because you know those shows they run on like TV. I mean they're popular and stuff, but not to the budget. not to their the level. Not as big. Yes, not to the level as like a, a K drama would be, or even like a, a J drama or a Chinese drama too. Last question: If you were to pick. Who would you pick, Gun or Daniel, if it was oh you? Oh my god, I, I I'd pick why? Gun. Why? Why would you ask? Why would you ask this? Because I want to. Because I want to. Because I want to torture you. You want to torture me? <laughs> wow, thanks. Um, I want to torture the audience too. Um, Answer that question in the comments, please. <laughs> I don't know, because each of the, each of the between Gun and Daniel. Yeah, who would you? Questions? Yeah, okay. who would you pick? If it was you. Chantal, can you go first? It's gonna take me forever to think this. But yeah, I would pick Gun. I mean, already, like, straight to the point, man. Because Daniel, <laughs> I feel like he would not, like... I feel like we would also be on the same wavelength. And I need somebody to push me to grow, because, like, how else are you gonna, like, get further in life? So, in that aspect, like, Gun. And also, like, how can you not love Gun, man? Exactly. He's a good character. And then that laugh of his is, like, the best thing in the world, man. <laughs> Daniel and Gun, I mean, they have their pros and their cons, I think, but I would also pick Gun, because, well, not, not just because he's, like, my favorite character, but because, like, the lengths he's willing to go just for the one he loves. I mean, Daniel goes lengths, too, but, again, I, I never saw Daniel as, like, definite romantic interest for Young, at least on her end. I mean, yeah. If it was me personally, I mean, maybe I guess I would have considered those three years like us dating. But if I got back, if I had Gun come back into my life, oh, dude, I would so pick him. So like for for sure. 
<laughs> even if me and Dan are dating for three years, <laughs> I would do the same thing as me young. I just, I can't, I wouldn't be able to deny my feelings. Yeah. My true feelings. So, also perks. I mean, they're both like successful rich men. So, I, whoever you pick, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> you yeah. Can, you get money. Yeah. They're both handsome men. So. Yeah. And they're both attractive. So, <laughs> but I would pick gun. Gosh. I don't know. Like, um, um, they have, like, as you said, Mia, like, when you're asked, you know, answering Chantal's answer or whatever, um, they both have their pros and cons. They both have things that make them, I guess, interesting. <sighs> but I'm gonna be boring. I mean, not not saying Daniel's boring, but, like, if it were me, like, if, it was, if I wasn't Mion, I would, I don't know, I would pick, I'd be, I'd pick Daniel. I don't know. It just he appeals to me more. I like gun. I I love gun, but I don't know. I just I would pick Daniel. He's just the type of person that I would go for. I mean, I like people that are like outgoing and fun too. But there's just a point. If it was if it was a different situation, like I definitely would pick Daniel. But enter like I'm going off of like me personally, and if I had experienced the same things that uh, Myung goes through, I would pick gun. But anyways, that's my last question. Again, if you're listening, uh, please answer in the comments who you would pick out of the two. Or if you want to pick between Myung and Seta, who would you pick? I hope it's not Seta, but... <laughs> I mean, if you have a real good-ass reason for picking her. With that said, um, yeah, please, if you guys want to answer all the questions in the comments below, go ahead and do so. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, people listening. I hope you enjoyed Faded to Love You, because again, it's my favorite k-drama of all time and i'm really glad we were able to you know talk about it and watch it and everything and discuss it and i hope um, more people go out and watch it so i hope you recommend it to other people so chantal please let us know what are you what did you pick for next month I'm so excited because we're going to talk about Oh Baby. I'm so excited. Yay. I've been dying to talk Yay. about it. And I mean, Mia, she dragged me all the way into hell, man. I dragged you I'm, into I'm, literal hell. I'm grateful for it, man, because like these boys, these boys, man. Mm. <sighs> and then like the goddamn story, the story, man, the story. I have so much to say and I'm dying to talk about it. Well, I'm excited now that I know you picked up baby. Oh, man. Ah. Especially because the new uh, lessons just came out. The new lessons? For the game, so. For all you listeners out there, uh, go play Obey Me. It's free to download. It's a Shall We Date game. Lots of cute boys. So and Precious beans. Yes, so be ready for that <laughs> next month. What we talk about Obey Me. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I think, I think that about wraps it up, guys. So, thank you for listening. We're gonna go ahead and call that an episode. Thank you guys for joining me once again, Erica and Chantal. It's always a pleasure yeah. to talk with stuff, talk about stuff with you guys, and enjoy things together. Um, if you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and subscribe. I would love to get more subscribers, more followers. Please follow us on Twitter. Follow our podcast Twitter. Follow ask our... us questions. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Ask us questions when we ask for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> follow our podcast Twitter. Follow our individual Twitters. We all have a Twitter. Um, everything's in the description down below. Um, check out our previous episode on Mystic Messenger with my uh, with our special guest, uh, my best friend Anna, and look forward to next month's episode on Obey Me. Woo. So. 
we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.